This is Season 2, Episode 5 of the Steady Trade Podcast. Today we're talking with super trader Stephen Ducks, who's made $1.3 million trading penny stocks. We're also giving away MacBook Pro, free subscriptions to Stocks to Trade, a tragically realistic Stephen Johnson pillowcase, if Stephen himself doesn't just decide to keep all of them for himself, and a bunch of other cool stuff. And don't forget to take the surveys right in iTunes review. We will be selecting our winner on Tuesday, December 12th. And now, Stephen Ducks. Take a listen. Welcome back to the Steady Trade Podcast. I am your host, Tim Bowen, here with Stephen Johnson. Got another episode that I have been looking forward to for quite some time. Uh, you know, something that we really want to do and accomplish in this podcast is, is obviously to teach you how to go from where, wherever you are in trading, whether you're a newbie or maybe you've been investing and you're looking to more get more active into day trading. You know, our goal is to give you every facet of that. And I think one of the best ways to do that is, is to bring on guests that have, in essence, accomplished that exact goal. Um, so we will always be doing a lot of these trader interviews. And, and today we have Stephen Ducks, which is, again, when you talk about going from, uh, you, know, you know, a newer trader to being very successful, uh, you know, Stephen Ducks is one of maybe the most meteoric rises in, in the uh, penny stock world. You know, I don't, I'll, I'll let him give the exact uh, stats, but, you know, going from, uh, you know, starting out with, the, you know, probably starting out with a little bigger account than many of you guys might be starting out with, but nevertheless, in the grand scheme of things, starting out with you know, really a small account and growing that into over a million dollars in profits in a very short period of time. Um, now, I will also say, Keep in mind, this is the Steady Trade Podcast, and we focus on being consistent and, you know, uh, consistently profitable traders. So something I always like to say is, you know, and, and I'm just kind of getting to meet Stephen and get to know him more, is, you know, always be inspired by a lot of these guests that we bring on. But remember, everybody's journey is different. You know, don't, you know, the, the classic saying is don't compare your chapter two to somebody else's chapter 10. Um, everybody's journey is different. So again, be inspired. With that being said, have realistic expectations and know that every now and then we get a rock star like Stephen Ducks and not everybody can replicate that performance. So Stephen, you'd kind of arranged this interview. Why don't you kind of give your facet and then we'll bring uh, or your viewpoint and then we'll bring Stephen on. Yeah, yeah, very good. You did, I, I wasn't. I thought you were going to put Stephen Ducks on uh, first there. I was just trying to look up how to say hello in Chinese. I thought that would be a good source. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to find out hello in Mandarin, but I was like, well, never well, saw like, it. like, like usual, um, Stephen. I'm, I'm glad that that you're. When I talk about consistent profits, I can count on you for consistency. In that we've been planning this interview for two months, but yet you don't think to Google how to say hello in Chinese until after we actually start the podcast. So I'm, I appreciate just, that you're that consistent in your unpreparedness. I'm, I'm sorry that I don't know hello in Chinese, but we'll, 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 I'll just say bonjour, Stephen. Bonjour. How are you? Welcome to the podcast. Uh, great to have you on again. It, it, it kind of goes against steady trade. It's more the super trade podcast on this special <laughs> up, um, roller coaster of an episode. But uh, 
I mean, how, how shall we start this? Just, just welcome and, and how did your journeys begin? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think, I, think, find out? I think that's always a, a good starter, kind of, Stephen, if you don't mind, just kind of, you know, you don't have to give us or, or the listeners a life history, but kind of what brought you to trading and, you know, and, and where, did you, where did you start? I mean, I mean, day one, you know, were you trading penny stocks? Were you investing? I mean, kind of what brought you to trading and, and what got you started? At the very beginning, I was uh, trading with my friend. He traded as ETF, so I always trade XIV and UVXY. At that time, I have no idea what I'm doing. Then, so, real quick, I of course I ask you to get started. If you don't mind, and then I interrupt. But if you don't mm-hmm. mind, if you can, kind of give us a timeline too, because you know, you know, if you could, kind of as you mentioned these steps, like how how long ago were they and stuff like that? Because a lot of people want to know the the path and, and 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 how long it took and stuff like that okay so i started trading in beginning of 2016 so oh okay um and i was starting trading etfs no idea what i'm doing so i just follow what my friend said buy or sell buy or sell and after around one month and a half i made around 200 dollars. so with like a five thousand dollar account and I feel like I need more guidance other than just following other people's alerts. Um, then I found Tim's on Instagram. I was looking around cars, Lambos, and Ferraris. <laughs> and I found Tim's on Instagram. I, I would say, at the beginning, I was re- really um, skeptical, I, I would say. And I did some research. I would say, I'll give it a try and buy a DVD and start looking around the, docu- like, the materials. And I found out it's a little bit, uh, it's a little bit interesting. Like it's, it's, it's not real. I would say it's not fake. And I started getting into it, getting into it, studying more and studying more. I feel like, oh, this is what I like. It has so much, in this sector has so much more volatilities, so much more action. And I love actions. And you can, in this sector, you can specifically make a lot of money in a really short amount of time. And and just again for the listeners, like when you when you're saying sector, you're specifically talking about penny penny stocks, basically low yes. price stocks, yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, docs, can I just ask you? In, in the beginning, did you just think this is full of shit when you when you first saw the ads? Were you just like this? This is bullshit. How can yeah. you make money off these shitty stocks? Yeah, actually, I went on. I would say the first the first software I ever used was I was looking at Tim's alerts. He put it on the. Twitter and then start typing them in the Google. What's it called? Just typing, type, type the ticker in the Google, and I see the price start moving up, and I see like a two hundred percent mover. I was like, okay, <laughs> that sounds pretty real. So uh, it is on Google, so it's, it's not supposed to be fake. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so so from there, how did you kind of start learning how to profit? Did you lose at first? How long did you lose for? Were you just a, a trader from the gods above and you just figured it out straight away? Uh, tell us the story. Actually, I used to play, uh, uh, I think when I get into the stock market, I used to play uh, strategy games. And it's really like, it's really, you have to think a lot to think a counter strategy, either to be their strategy or, uh, you know, like in one round. So I love to think and stock market actually fit that kind of psychology at the same time. So I learned it very, very fast. 
Um, and I was working really hard, really hard, almost eight hours, 10 hours a day. Um, I, I got it pretty fast, I would say. And after about a month and a half, I put in 27,000. And I got really lucky because I have no idea how to size in, uh, no risk management. And then pulling $10,000 in a random stock, I think I still remember the flows are around like 3.5 million. And it, was a, and it was a biotech, and it went from $3 to 7 So I sold that at seven fifty. I bought it at 3 um, and that And that was like your first, like, first trade, basically? Yeah, that was my first trade, and I believe that. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. So, um, uh, sold around seven fifty, and actually came back down. So I got, basically, I got really lucky. I made around, around $12,000 at that time. Yeah, two, I think just around 12000 after going in and now going in and now. Uh, I, I, would, I, would, I would say that, uh, you know, again, you know, and, and we'll talk about it a lot about Stephen's, uh, you know, abilities and, 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 and amazing profits. But I do have to admit that, that I, and I'm sure pretty much every listener is a little jealous of $12,000 as your first, like, real profit um a lot of, that's pretty impressive i gotta give you that <laughs> then later on i was trading i think oh trading so easy i just go in and buy and sell go or short or some or something so there's one time i actually built my account to almost sixty thousand dollars and i was going really aggressive on one of the trades and almost blew up my account i think it oh, was no. <laughs> really close. It was, I think I was down 58000 out of $61,000 account. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so so, but, so just, just again, just, just if you guys got that. So again, Stephen is a little bit of a, especially, I mean, he's a young guy, so he can be a gunslinger. But I just want to repeat that just to make sure everybody knows at one point on paper, now he didn't realize this loss, but he had a $61,000 account and he was down $58,000 on this position. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ducks, if I can just take you back a little bit, because I think this is what a lot of the, the audience will want to know. It's kind of the million dollar question. So you were watching the stock market, you were seeing the tickers go up and down. You saw it on Google, so this shit must be true. But what did you start tracking? What did you start measuring? What were you looking at? Was it buy, sell, the close the next day, the lowest point, the highest point, the resistance point? How did you shape a strategy? What was the beginning stages? Actually, I didn't really uh, know. Like, I didn't really track like uh, when did they close, when did they open. I want to track because I, if I'm buying a stock, I want to track how much percentage they're going to actually spike, so I can take the profits to the highest point. So I, at, at the beginning, I was tracking that for a long time, um, and I figured out different spike percentage follow in different flow. Or different sectors so biotech is a little bit different um other than all technologies or shipping stocks like that so um so in terms of an excel you you literally track sector by sector and you look at yeah. what what it what it spikes what and you'll track catalyst as well i mean how how defined are these spreadsheets how nitty-gritty are these spreadsheets Actually, the, sp uh, so the spreadsheets right now, it's too, a little bit too big. So I'm hiring like a couple like uh, engineers to help me build like an AI system. So 
then it's and, yeah, because I, th- I think I think though you know and, and I just I just kind of met Stephen about a month ago at the Trader and Investor Summit. If I recall correctly, don't, do, I mean, don't you have like literal like literally like thousands of spreadsheets? Did I hear that right? Yeah, thousands, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I test out all kinds of patterns, and there's only a few that actually works. So. Um, I think right now I'm still using those patterns and it's, it's, it's really profitable. And, you know, and, and something that I, again, that I picked up that, that I was, I was really impressed by was again, you know, everybody, obviously everybody wants, wants the big profits. Everybody want everybody sees the dollar numbers and stuff. But I mean, again, we, 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 we got ahead of ourselves a little bit, but give me a little bit more of a background on me, on you. I mean, you're like a, you're like a full-time student. Uh, in school, right? And then plus yeah. your plus, I mean, I mean, aren't you like, I mean, you're studying the markets, whether that be video lessons, whether that be your spreadsheets. I mean, I mean, you're basically working like what, 20 hours a day. I mean, I mean, it's, you got a crazy work ethic, right? Uh, yeah, I was a full-time student in University of Cincinnati. I was taking uh, engineer, environmental chemistry engineer as a major and uh, accounting as my minor. So uh, engineering classes, Typically, when you have a lot of labs, after you finish the data, and they'll start going through the market data. So I, I do stuff in class as well. <laughs> uh, uh, in accounting, uh, to, build, to also building different uh, sheets. So actually combine those two things at, at both in the stock market. So that worked, that worked out pretty well. I, I actually kind of like because, you know, I get that. That is a good point. You know, uh, you know it's like a, a lot of the times you'll get asked, I mean, did, did anything in your prior life necessarily, you know, you know, help you with trading? You know, for me, I had a business, you know, which was a lot of customer service, was a lot of technology, um, obviously did some accounting, but most of it was done by staff. So I would say pretty much nothing in my past career. Well, obviously I, I knew how to, you know, analyze a, a, a financial statement and stuff like that. But Beyond that, not much in what I did before trading necessarily applied, but that's interesting that you're, you're taking the engineering and obviously the accounting, but it's kind of like you're taking this engineering mindset into trading. Yes, yes. Um, I also want to add the technology side into trading as well. So if, you, if I have to build a system that can automatically trade for me and also have all my strategy in there, that would be so much like time for me to do something else. <laughs> now, now do you, now do you have programming experience yourself or are you just kind of working with engineers to design this? Oh, uh, I have the ideas. I know how to code. Okay. I don't know how to code really complicated stuff. So. Right. Right. Steven, you, you probably, you probably know like C plus plus Fortran, Pascal, you know, you probably know assembly language, all, all this stuff, right? Yeah, but like I, I don't know actually like how to code something that can actually move. In oh, okay. And actually, that was that was my my that was a joke fail because I forgot you're both named Steven. I was trying to make fun of Steven. Yeah, John. I thought you were talking about Yeah. yeah. So, but, no, like, that, that, that's my fault. I got two Stevens. I, that that was I, I've gone like five minutes without making fun of Steven Johnson. So that was my segue into making fun of Steven Johnson. I, I was just I was just gonna be like, are, are those like names of foreign beers or something? I, I've never heard of I've never heard of these things. But uh, but but so docs like you went you went through you went through university. I know I just chatted before. You've just you've just passed your degree. Congratulations! Oh, I didn't realize that. Nice, awesome. 
Great stuff. And now you've started making some big money in the stock market. I mean, what, I mean, I know it's a bit off topic, but what do you like to do to like relax? I heard you did meditation. What, what, are you, what do you do outside of the stock market when you're not killing it? Um, I play, I play games. I play strategy games. Um, I drive cars. I love cars. So I go race a little bit. Um, that's probably it. And, I like and, how we, I, I like how you forlornly looked outside for a second there. You know, did, did you see that Johnson? How he kind of like looked out the window, and I he think he thought about, yeah, yeah, or I think he like thought about saying, "Well, I want to go outside, but you know, I'm working on sixty five thousand spreadsheets, so you know, I'll just stay inside for now." <laughs> but uh, whenever I managed to have a have a beer at the conference, I, I bet you there's a lot of people who wouldn't mind having a beer with you. Or is is alcohol? Is it just a? Is it? It's a distraction. It's a. It's a waste of time when you're going to be doing better things. What's your view on that? Uh, I would say it's a stress relief, but you can't do it too much. So, <laughs> so that's that's my opinion on it. So now, what uh, you know? Where did you think that you kind of had? Um, you know, you know, was there a point? Now, now we, you know, we talked about the the twelve thousand dollar gain, and you know, sounds like you had some good success, kind of in the beginning, gunslinging. You know, was it was there a was there a certain point where, you know, was was there like an aha moment, or did you just kind of come out of the gate guns a blazing? Uh. What do you mean by like, like where you thought where it's like, okay, I get this, you know, it's like, you know, where, where, where it's like, okay, I got a firm handle on trading and, and I, and I think that this is going to be something I can do into the future. After I watched, uh, about all the DVDs, almost all, every single webinars <clears throat> in about three months. And I, said okay i get it i can i can build the entire database i can build so much things and getting the strategy start working and build get a massive gains and and again that three months how how much you know you know and again a lot of people say geez three months i can learn it but how many hours a day you know obviously guessing but like how many hours a day were you putting in in those three months uh, I really don't know because I was studying almost every single day, uh, driving, <laughs> Bluetooth, toilet, uh, <laughs> toilet. Almost, <laughs> oh, like cooking, almost everything. Yeah. <laughs> everything I do includes thinking. So. It's, it's, so, so you were a lot like, well, Roland Wolf told the story about having his phone on his dash, watching webinars and video lessons. Were you doing the same thing? Uh, watching webinar. I, I only listen to them and, I start getting, I want to get what they're thinking because to, to visualize it's a little bit better, but I was too busy in the, in the school. So I only can get the audio. Oh, okay. Okay. And, and Ducks, I just have to say, you are known, I was chatting to you a bit before this as well. You are known as the man of the spreadsheets. You're, you're like the king of the spreadsheets. I mean, Tim Gratani was a spreadsheet man. You're like Uber spreadsheets. You're like to the next level spreadsheets. Um, can you tell us a bit about that? And, how you started it, what you are kind of tracking, and how you found success with it. Uh, so I, I was the beginning of the strategy. I think first you have to build some kind of uh, sample. So I built a hundred samples, finding out what's the winning percentage of it. If it fails on the fifty percent, it's a uh, automatically discard. Don't, don't track it. Yeah. Yeah. So 
then then just keep doing it and keep doing it and you found i finally found something is over 70 percent so i stopped tracking and i would say i want to focus on these strategies and just start growing my account because i need my account to get bigger before i do other strategies um then i started tracking that one strategy about i think three four hundred samples uh and after that um i did take some big losses because i don't have a really good risk management uh, after I after I took those uh, as experience, building my uh, risk management, combine them into it, then just consistently profit, consistently profit almost every single day. Nice. And, and I mean, we were just talking about the gap and crap setup before. So, and, and the gap and crap is p- basically when a stock, it gaps up, say it gaps up like 25%. It, uh, it's got a bad long-term chart. The news is weak. The SEC failing say it doesn't make much money. You were saying that you've tracked that about two years. So what exactly were you looking for when you were tracking that setup? Was it, was it the same as me? Kind of what, what does it open at? How much does it go up before it goes down? Uh, can you be a bit more specific there? Yeah, I had tracked about, I would say, yeah, 600 of them. So each, yeah. so for percentage-wise... Only 600? Jeez, I, I expected more like, you know... <laughs> I mean, there's only 15,000 publicly traded stocks. I expected you to track like 14,909. <laughs> but uh, for, for all those samples, uh, for stock, stock gapping up, especially under 50% or under 70%, they are yeah. like spiking. So, uh, I, so I use that five, 50% to 70% as my gap range. So either it's down uh, under 50%, it it is a potential long if the news is really strong. But if it's over 70%, and yes, uh, it typically gaps, when it open, uh, when the market opens, it gaps down almost 20 to 30%, uh, I would say. But anything who is under, that is under 50%, it's not automatically short there's too much risk that's that's interesting Stephen. because i I need to refine my own strategy that means (laughs) i've I've been shorting stocks up 30 (laughs) percent well well yeah (laughs) just just so you know just so you know Stephen ducks Stephen johnson's trading plan consists of any stock that is up more than two percent on the day he wants to short it you know just how they all come back down no do you not agree (laughs) ducks do you not agree ducks eventually all penny sucks the shit they all come back down eventually, apart from dries. Do you, do you not agree? Yes, they all come back down, but there's there, there's that upside. If you get if your account is not big enough, you get squeezed out and you blow up your account. So but, that's the potential risk. But ducks, with your account size now, do you not just think f the world? Like I, I don't know if I can say if the forward will bleep it out, but do you not just say like f. F everything. I'm just going to short everything because my account's big enough and I can. That actually is a, let me, let me, before you answer Steam Ducks, I do that because that is actually a very valid point, you know, and I get asked about that a lot. Thank you, Tim. You know, yeah, you're, you're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you, Tim. Thanks for that. Yeah, you know, because, you know, like, like in Stocks to Trade Pro and, you know, and when I'm helping out with the challenge and stuff like that, I mean, most people have a small account. So the standard is you got to be very, very, very careful shorting, uh, you know, shorting these low float runners because you know you could literally i mean you're you're you could end up owing your broker if you have a small account so i get asked that a lot is you know hey if you know this is coming from you know a a, a student or a member they say well once i have a big account can i just short everything and hold forever so so 
I just kind of answered that, you know, kind of based on what Steven said. Um, so when you have a small account, you kind of want to focus on the long strategy because they, you can get 100% or more on your returns. So that helps you grow your small account much faster than shorting because the shorting only the maximum you can make is 100% of your investment. So um, on shorting and you also need, I think, I think you need one year of going long experience before you go short because okay. uh, you want you want some kind of experience. You want to know where uh, where people went wrong, and you want to know what's the key point make them panic. So you can kind of get their psychology of their thinking, uh, find a way to short it and to counter their thinking um, will give you a lot of return. But before all of that, shorting at the very beginning is really dangerous if you don't have any discipline or risk management. So the, the, the risk of blowing your account is very, very high. So, so and, and I totally agree, but kind of back to Johnson's question, you know, he's like, hey, you know, you've, you've now got over a million dollars in your account. Why don't you just short every single penny stock that's up and hold forever. I mean, some stock can go, can run from one to a hundred. So if you are, either, even though you're shooting from 30, you will be down almost, when you're shooting drives, you'll be down almost 400%. Yep. Yep. See, and that, that's, that's again, you know, something that, that, you know, people, it's, it's interesting because, you know, and I think that's why it's important to have the experience before you get too aggressive because, you know, you can be down, when you're short, you can be down more than your position. You can be down 150, 200, 300, 400, 500%, you know, so that's something that people don't always necessarily consider. Mm-hmm. But I think on the short side, you do have a little bit higher winning percentage than going long. Yep. Uh, that's on the, that's on the statistics. Yeah. Sure. I would just like to say, I mean, I think for me, a lot of the, a lot of experience that I developed is I lost a lot of times long. uh, And then after about a year of losing long and I was kind of getting the hang of it, I started just thinking when I'm losing, why don't I just short? (laughs) And then I started doing that and I started winning. So sometimes you can go long for a year and then see where, where you can learn how a long thinks and then exploit it. And and that's kind of how about turn things around a little bit? But what Stephen Ducks is saying about the spreadsheets, um, I'm a bit scared that I might have had a lucky month now. I'm a bit worried about what I've been trading. Okay, so there's two ways. First, when you're going long, you, yes, the, 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 the winning percentage is not as high as short, so you will be losing a lot. And there's, one, there's going to be that one stock, you will be exploding. So from either from 1 to 40, 1 to 20. I'm sure your winning percentage is really high, so you will always winning, winning, small, 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 small. But if you don't have a good risk management, that one time will explode. Right, yeah. right. So, that's a yeah, very that's- valid point because you can, I mean, you can have, uh, you know, a great winning percentage, but if you're making 5%, 10%, 5%, 10%, and then you lose 70% on one trade, your winning percentage is incredible, but ultimately, you're down. You're down, yep. <laughs> no, I mean, and I, I find this with short selling. You can win a lot. You can win a lot again, again, again. You're going to average up. You have support. It pulls back. You get outbreak even. Then you win, you win, you win. But one time, you're going to, you just going to have a massive loss. And, and that <laughs> is the thing that I'm worried about. So, Ducks, if you could, can you give us a lesson on risk management? How, how do you learn to set risk for all the viewers out there? How do you manage risk? And how did you learn to do it? Okay, there's few risk management that I can uh, that I did for uh, 
experience actually for about two years now. Uh, first, uh, at the really beginning of risk management, <clears throat> I always risk about 15 to 20% of your account. And there's a different ways you can always risk a set amount of money in a trade. So if you have yeah. a $3,000 account, go in with 600 to 750 in your trade, always, every single time, until your account gets high enough and you're comfortable with the pattern, then you can start risking your account percentage. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot, especially when I talk to like new traders. I, I usually, you know, I think with a small account, it's, it's, it's good to just have like a set dollar amount, whether it be 50 bucks, 100 bucks, whatever that number is, where if you hit that, you stop out, you move on. Yep. And later on, you can use the winning percentage. Right. To set different patterns. So different pattern has different maximum loss because their, their winning percentage is different. So you can use that as long as you, you're become more experienced. So, I mean, from the, what, what, talking about winning percentage, how much are you winning on average on the short side? How much are you winning on average on the long side? And, and how does that come together? Uh, different time periods, different. Um, I think the highest my winning percentage in August, I think I was trading in China in August, uh, was I won about 23 trades out of 25. Nice. Um, nice. In, in, I think this month, I went about uh, 13 out of 17. So it's various, it's a little bit different, various in different months. See, and that's, that's another thing I want to point out too. And I'm glad we, that came up. You know, I don't know if you guys heard what Stephen just said, but, you know, basically in October, he traded 17 times. And remember, this is a guy that's made, you know, a million dollars trading in a year. That is a very, very, very common misconception. So many guys think that five trades, 10 trades a day is what you need to do to be successful. In my opinion, no, no, less is better. You know, again, here's a guy that's made the kind of money that Ducks has with 17 trades in the month of October. Yeah, so, so I mean, for you, Ducks, it's literally, you're just finding the odds with the best winning percentage based on spreadsheets that you've tracked and you're just sticking to them. Yeah, sticking to them, yep. So, so uh, go on. Uh, basically, you also want to build like an algorithm that around the entire market as well. So you can find that few patterns that actually work in the market. So that's, I'm, I'm glad you brought that back up because that was my next plan. So you'd mentioned this a little bit earlier about this artificial intelligence and, and algorithm kind of project you're working on. Um, kind of, you know, obviously this is probably, you know, proprietary, something you're working on, but you know, explain that a little bit more. What, do, what, what is the kind of concept? Are you basically feeding your spreadsheets into this evil computer to then do your bidding? Or, you know, how, how's this process working? And, and just before yep. Ducks answers that, just, just before you answer that, Ducks, I mean, it sounds like you're creating something like the Terminator. So if you need any kind of name, <laughs> if you need any kind of name for that, can I just suggest the Ducksinator? <laughs> Ducksinator. <laughs> Can I just suggest like that you call your AI model of you the Ducksinator? I, I, I also, there, there, there aren't many of, of Stephen Johnson's ideas I agree with, but I will endorse that one. I do like the Ducksinator. Like, I'm just loading up the Ducksinator. It's just going to kick the market's ass because I am the Ducks man and the Ducksinator is going to do it shit. Well, I think I'm building this Ducksinator for myself. Yes, I'm not yes. <laughs> So 
I, I wasn't planning to sell it, but I, I, I'm, inter- I'm interested to building it. So, so um, now will this, um, you know, and again, I'm not trying to steal your, your intellectual property, but are you I, thinking I, now, I now would this, property. would this system kind of like spit out potential trades or are you looking to have this thing basically actually, you know, be an algo and actually execute trades on your behalf? Yes, the, the, this algo will be executing trades for me. Interesting. So, so the idea, you know, ultimately is, is, is you download all your spreadsheets into this thing, all of your thought process, your, your brain, and then, and then just turn it on. And, and in essence, it, it executes trades when it sees what, you're, what you've told it to look for, in essence. Yeah, it's basically a computer version of me trading nice. stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's awesome. And, and Ducks, I, I, you haven't By the way, wh- wh- while, we, while we were on this call, I just trademarked Ducksinator. So, Stephen <laughs> Ducks, you know, we can, we can talk <laughs> about after this. You can PayPal me. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll work out some terms on that name. <laughs> yeah, and, and also, Ducks, yeah, you haven't formally asked me yet, but I, I'm more than happy. I, I will work with you, and I'll be the guinea pig for the Ducksinator. And um, we can just go to the Bahamas. We can just go to the Bahamas, smoke some cigars, ride some fast cars, and just live the dream, baby. Me and Duxinator. I was really close to finish it now. I finished around 50%. So it should be good next year. End of oh, awesome. the Duk- so the Duxinator is in a woman pregnant right now. <laughs> 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 it, should, it should be good to go. It should be good to go. It's, it's like it's, artificial insemination of the ducksinator. It's it's gestating right now. <laughs> Ducks is is a woman carry is a woman carrying the ducksinator right now. Is it like a is it like pot female, pot male? Pot oh god! <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think I'm I think I'm the first one building this kind of algorithm on penny stock area. So. See, that's always been, you know, it's funny you say that because, um, you know, and this is nowhere near anything like what you're working on. But it's funny, back when I got started, you know, I have, I, I, I can, I mean, I can script and like Python and Ruby. I mean, very, very basic stuff. But I remember back in, you know, back in 2007, 2008, you know, the, the, the websites were so much worse. I mean, we didn't have stocks to trade. We didn't have all these tools out there. So I was actually like, you know, working on like scripting to actually like try and build something to like pull from Yahoo Finance, the top gainers, pull the float and basically give me a report. Now, again, my, my programming skills are terrible and it was a very rudimentary idea, but it's funny. I, I actually dabbled in trying to create some sort of like trade plan scripting software, but it never went anywhere. Well, if you have the idea, go ahead and do it. Um, to take some effort. Well, oh yeah, and and I agree, you know. But but again, I I don't even think the idea was that great of an idea. It just kind of made me think of the fact. I, I kind of went back and almost forgotten that I I tried to to do that because you know, especially like that back then, it was difficult to find the float. So I was trying to like write a script to like return, you know, give me the top gainers with the float, which, you know, now we have stocks to trade. There's other tools that can do that for you as well. So, mm-hmm. uh, and, and ducks, I mean, just stepping away from the ducks and artificial intelligence and your wider plan to take over the world. If we can just step back a little bit from that and just talk about 
what you're doing now, we're just talking before you're saying you're working 10 hours a day and you've got, a, you've got your DVD coming out. Now, what is happening with that DVD? What will beginners learn? Who is it meant for? Is this just like a DVD? To, are you going to put it on and it's going to mind warp people and they're all going to become mini ducks? Or who, what's this DVD about? That's <laughs> basically what I'm trying to say. So I basically separate DVD in four parts. Uh, I, it's, um, I feel like for most beginners, it will take them a, a little bit long time to understand. But I put them, uh, the first part is supposed to be beginner, understand the risk management, understand what's the flow, P ratio, market cap, or st- all stuff like that, news, sectors. And the second part should be around uh, focus on the strategy. So what kind of strategy I'm using right now that is really good and that will put them very, very detailed and listed uh, in the part two. Uh, in the part three, it's all using uh, those strategies in real time, so live trading. Part four is to introduce the st- uh, statistic side nice. of the Duxinator, I would say. <laughs> I love that. No, and I, man, I, I really, you know, obviously that's just the outline, but I really like that, you know, you know the concept of what you, you know, a, a lot of, you know, a lot of training materials might focus on chart patterns. They might focus on, you know, how to locate stocks. But I like the way you laid that out where you kind of step them through the process. So what's it, what's it going to be called, by the way? Do you have a name yet? Or? It's called trading technique. I, I, that's just okay. been my thought. Yeah. So. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I'm assuming, <laughs> yeah, we might have a new name now. And, I, and now, now are you going to, um, you know, are you going to have this? Uh, you know, you're going to have a website. Is this going to, it's probably going to be on Profitly, right? Mm-hmm. You okay. should, I should have a, my own website and also going to be on Profitly as well. Okay. Do you have this, you want to give the URL out now or is the site ready or? Uh, no, the site is not ready. So okay. Okay. No problem. Uh, no problem. Yeah. First so, two so parts no. supposed to release, then the next two parts release the together. Okay. Uh, just two, two quick questions. I mean, one docs, I, why did you do this? Because I mean, you're killing it in the market right now. Why do you want to make a DVD? And two, I guess, what are the main things that you think people will take away from this? Okay. So why do I want to make this DVD? It comes from a long story because I have tried to learn so much uh, since, since in high school or in college. And I learned so much stuff that is, I can't really apply in real life. Like, <laughs> I want to make something that goes straight into the core system and spread of spread ideas from that core system because that can be used in real life. So it's so much more time, time efficient. That just, so, so in summary, you're telling the youth of you, I was going to say the youth of America, but the youth of the world, you're telling the entire youth of the world, don't go to college and just get the Duxinators DVD. That's what you're saying, right? <laughs> no, no, no. It's basically, no, it's, it's the idea to go to the core system. It's idea to, it's not learning everything everywhere and I can't focus on one specific area and I will be coming out of college with a bunch of debt and working on random jobs by all college debt. So uh, that kind of thinking. Nice. And just to, what, what, what do you expect people? Yeah. So you, you kind of answered what, what you expect people to, to get to the core of learning is there any key subject or topic you cover in the DVD? Is it mainly short biased? Is it mainly long biased? Uh, you've got oh, some covered, yeah, after, I actually covered everything. There's long biased and short. There's supposed to be short, long strategies, short 
for short for short strategy as well. So um, now, do you? Uh, um, we're I mean, it'll be a you know these podcasts we record them and then they get edited. So it usually takes a couple of weeks for them to come out. We're recording the beginning of November. Do you you know whether someone's listening to this right away or a year from now? Do you have like a or do you have like a launch date you're looking at just so if people are listening? Uh, the launch date is supposed to around November 18th for the first oh. two part. Okay, so yeah. very soon. So okay, mm-hmm. all right, great. So. Mm-hmm. Well, Ducks, I want to kind of thank you for your time. I think I think we covered most of what we wanted to go over. Um, number one, I, w- I would love it, you know, especially what I would like to see is maybe after the DVD comes comes out, we maybe have you back, uh, maybe ha- maybe talk about it. Maybe by then, Stephen and I will have a chance to kind of check it out. Um, so I'm definitely looking forward to that. And then, did you kind of have anything you wanted to uh, kind of wrap up on today? Yeah. Um, Oh, Stephen. Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just laughing because I'm thinking by the time your DVD comes out, I've probably blown up my account and I'll, I'll really need to watch it. That's, that's what I'm thinking of yet. <laughs> but I'm doing okay now. Now, just ducks. Do you have any last words? Do you have any? Do you have any tips for the steady trade audience? Do you have any pieces of advice for the people who are just learning out there now? I think it's really good for a beginner for just interview um, a bunch of people and ask them where they started and they can kind of get an idea how much they need to they need to study and how much time they need to put in this. So, so very quick, how much do people need to study to be successful? Would you say if you had to put a number on it? Uh, I would say if you are part time, you have to study for about a year. Um, for okay. full time, at least six months. So. And how many hours a day is that? Just on average. Full time the- uh, for it's eight hours a day, part time at least two hours a day. And, and what would your number one tip be to just get people? How, how should people get started? What's the most practical? Do they watch video lessons? Do they watch podcasts? Do they track Excels? Do they join the challenge? Like what, what works best for you? What's your best advice? Uh, I would say watch the market first. Uh, watch the video lessons. Get a general idea of what is going on. Watch your market by yourself. Start tracking your samples after you found something that actually works in the market. Then uh, start with really small positions after you feel comfortable. Then become consistent and profitable. So. Well, nice. Stephen, I'd like to thank you again. And uh, to the That's listeners fine, out there. Tim. I'm here every week. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> un- un- <laughs> trust me, unfortunately. <laughs> when, when does your contract expire again? I think it's after season two. Just put yeah. ducks on instead. Yeah, yeah, ducks, I just, you, I just, just, you can join. I, I, you know, like, I, I want to make like a big poster on my wall with the date that your contract expires. But anyway, um, if you check out Stephen on Twitter, he is Stephen1 underscore 994. Um, and then also his DVD, you know, which by the time this podcast comes out, should be available but that's going to be called trading technique it'll be on profitly and i'm sure you'll be able to google it and find it etc so again thanks a lot Stephen ducks and, and for sure look forward to having you back again in the future no problem thank you thank, thank you man hi this is nathan from san jose california and i like to drive into work while listening to Stephen and tim on the steady trade podcast until i fired my boss made myself my own you too can register to win real actual prizes at their website steadytrade.com and make steady trading a real-time gig. If you really like what you hear, give the podcast a five-star rating. Write a glowing review on iTunes. I did, and this is how we say goodbye in the Silicon Valley. See you next time.
quite some time. Something that we really want to do on the Steady Trade Podcast is kind of, you know, obviously we know if, if you're here and you're a listener, you're, hey, you're somebody. Hey, Tim, Tim, sorry. We got to start over. I, I wasn't recording on my end when you started. I that was like the best five, introduction. Nailed it, dude. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, it, it, it's only taken you, you uh, one and a half seasons, but, but yeah, we did it. You did it. That was awesome.